Hey, mates, if you're supporting us on Patreon, you will have just received your first edition of the Little Dum Dum Club weekly newsletter. Called Hey, Mates. So, yeah, if you're not quite uh, aware of what the Patreon thing is, go into patreon.com slash club. And what it is is your chance to kick back if, you, you know, if you've listened to the podcast over the years and you haven't been able to go to a live show, or even if you have and you want to sort of chip in and uh, give a little bit back and make it worth our while to do all this sort of stuff, um, get on there. You can put in $2 a month, $1 a month, $5. You can see all A million dollars a yeah, month. You can possibly do that. So <laughs> Put some money into our coffers. It feels good to have coffers finally, yeah, doesn't it? Yeah. So um, do that and then, you know, we've got little rewards to sort of uh, make it worth your while to chip in as well. People are enjoying the newsletter. Mostly they're surprised at how much effort has gone into it, yeah. which is good, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's nice that they're happy with it. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> it's not very backhanded. Nice, it's not as nice that they thought we were incapable. <laughs> of yeah. making anything good. It should just be like, this is amazing. Exactly what I expected <laughs> yeah, out of yeah, you. Yeah. Uh, okay, we've also got live shows coming up around the country. Very soon, we're going to be in Ballarat in uh, regional Victoria yes, on yep. January the 23rd. That's selling pretty nicely. We're just lining up who to bring with us. It's our first time doing a doing a non-major city show. Yeah, and it's quite a small-ish room, So, and we've got good numbers already, but hey, come and sell it out, and uh, especially if you're living in Ballarat and surrounds, we've got plenty of people coming up from Melbourne for it, so if you mm. want to do that, please. Day tripping. Then we've got February the 13th, we're in Adelaide, back at the Rhino Room. It's a Saturday afternoon, it's during the Fringe Festival, there's big name comics all over the place. That's it, we've looked up the Fringe Festival guide and there's heaps of massive names and so we, we can scab those guys on without mentioning who they are and then not pay them properly. I so. love scabbing on. <laughs> uh, then we've got March 20th, we're in Brisbane, same deal, Brisbane Comedy Festival. Uh, again, just scabbing our way around all the major festivals in this yeah, country. And we've we've got a, uh, we've finally got a venue for there, it is the what's it called the the Haya bar isn't Haya, it Haya bar yeah so it's we're underneath the Japanese restaurant really yeah oh, this is right up my alley I've heard that it's actually really good so I'm looking for someone uh, uh, put on Facebook the other day uh, are you going to have a cheeseburger spring roll mm. so I th- I'm very happy with our decision very Japanese yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. okay after that I think we're going to be committing Harry Curry after we <laughs> eat about ten of them so I'm going to be hurrying to have a curry because there's great Indian food in Brisbane. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, then we've got the Melbourne International Comedy Festival, March 27th until April 17th, every Sunday during the Melbourne International Comedy Festival at the European Beer Cafe. At three o'clock. Season tickets are on sale. Individual shows are on sale. You guys know what to expect for now. These are always our most popular episodes of the year. Exactly. The the most attended, the popular episodes, the biggest names, the most fun shows. Plus, we've got the My Birthday Show in the middle of the Comedy Festival on... Wednesday, March 30. I was squinting <laughs> like I was trying to figure out what the date was. <laughs> Your own birthday. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be amazing. Uh, boy, if your memory is this bad when you're 39, how bad is it going to be when you finally hit 40? So that's a late night one. That's at 11 o'clock. That's after everyone else's show. So it's going to be a it's going to be like a bit of a pre-drunk cast to the drunk cast, really, oh, I'd yes, imagine. I a would warm-up. Uh, we've also got our solo shows both on sale now. Mine is Little Golden Dasselow mine- every night at 8.45 at the Grand McCure. Tickets at TommyDasselow.com. And mine is... Uh, Carl Chandler defends his title as world's greatest and best comedian. So it's going to be the same concept as last year with uh, everyone uh, coming, guests coming and heckling me and whatever, but all new jokes. So that's every night at 9.45. Yeah, all right, that's it. That's all we've got to plug. Oh, T-shirts and stuff still on sale. Yeah, yeah all the T-shirts are on sale. We've got a few left of the burger shirts. We've uh, got plenty left of the aware shirts. So get onto that. They're all on our website. And you know what? 
And, and once again, our fine friends at Yalla Chocolate Mousse are sponsoring today's episode. So yeah. Thank you, delicious Yalla Chocolate Mousse. Thanks and for re-upping. Yeah, thanks for, thanks for the money that you give us. And yep. thanks for, for your beautiful mousse that you <laughs> continue to flood uh, the plains of Australia with. Thank you. So patreon.com slash club if you want to get involved. LittleDumDumClub.com for all the tickets. Enjoy this episode with Xavier Michaelides and Lawrence Mooney. And we'll see you out there for a cheeseburger spring roll. <laughs> the noise we'll be making after we eat it. Hey mates, welcome once again into the Little Dum Dum Club for another week. My name is Tommy Dasselow. Sitting next to me, the other half of the program, Carl Chan. G'day, Yellow Moose Dickhead. Oh, very, did very you, nice. Did you like that? I've incorporated, uh, the, the good people at Yellow have now uh, bought out my catchphrase at the start of the show. They've, oh, have they really? Yeah, what, what was that done. going for out of interest? That was, let's look, let's not brag about numbers on the show. <laughs> let's not cry <laughs> on the show. Over spilt moose? Yes. No, so they, you know, they've renewed their sponsorship once again, the mm-hmm. good people at Yellow Moose. We've got a lot of feedback. We are... Uh, the guests will find out very soon that uh, we are the only podcast, I believe, on the air sponsored by uh, a dessert in Australia. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that, would that be true? I'd say there's a couple... This, this, who's sponsored by Cream Caramel? I don't think that's anyone in Australia. No one that I know of, but that's not a bad idea. What okay. if we just try and collect up all the desserts? Let's get backed by all of them. No, no, no. I just want mousse. That's just fine. Just mousse? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. You're really brand loyal here. I am. I'm, okay. I, you know, we get a lot of feedback off just mousse, and I want to keep it that way. It's focused. If we start spilling out into Cream Caramel and, you know, Neapolitan ice cream, all this other bullshit that I don't care for, yeah. the message is going to get lost. Do we get a lot of Christmas mousse? I didn't on. get any. I no? didn't get any. No, no, I mean like listeners. Were they going out? Did anyone give Yalla as a uh, as a Christmas? Oh, gift? I don't know. Anyone yeah. making any? Let anyone us... having Yalla around the Christmas lunch table? Let us know. Yeah. Did anyone have roast moose <laughs> over Christmas dinner? Yeah. <laughs> just moose with like little bits coins in it. I was going to say, hey, ring in if you've had it, but I just remembered everyone knows my number, so actually don't don't <laughs> Will ring happen. in. Uh, okay, today on the show, two fantastic guests. First of all, you know him from Xavier's Corner. It's Xavier Michaelides. Yeah. Uh, yeah thank you. Um, actually. Actually, Xavier's Corner is now um, sponsored by Fredo Birthday Cakes. Um, <laughs> so, you know, that's, I want to say never it. I cared for those. Really? Well, I like the, the true Neapolitan you, I birthday cake ice cream, not the, not the Fredo Frog one. No. I, I, think you're, I think you're real crazy. Um, well, you, hey, you've been bought out by Big Frog, so, you know, you would say that. <laughs> I was a fan of them way before they came sniffing around, right? Before <laughs> okay. the frog started touching my bag, you know what I mean? Um, I don't know what that means, yeah. but yeah, it's been okay, good. Okay, well, we'll look forward to uh, Xavier's corner a little bit later in the in the show, where yeah. we can see the uh, where the where the Freddo money is going. Yeah, a little bit of trivia about me: when I was about sixteen, I worked on a Freddo Frog ad. Really, I did work really? experience at an animation studio. I coloured in a cell of oh. old Freddo. Awesome. So point one of a second. Was the old Das getting the old little Lincoln paint out? Oh, little yeah. Tommy Das like coloured in a square on a crossword once. <laughs> yep. Oh, that's nice. Yep, still the biggest job I've ever had. <laughs> uh, <laughs> also, just chomping at the bit to get involved. You know him from Dirty Laundry. Uh, it's uh, Lawrence uh, Mooney. Hey, g'day, mates. Hey, um, have you got the cell? I don't have the cell. It was digital. It was on a computer. Right. Didn't I they get rid of the cell when you? Lost cancer that time, or oh, oh, some different cells. <laughs> yeah. By the way, <laughs> lost <laughs> cancer. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think you know how cancer works, Carl. Hey, you um, don't lose. Oh, he's run out of cells. Yeah, yeah that's how I got killed. I, left- I just tripped and it like fell out <laughs> of me, and I was like, oh, you, thank God. You left it on a bus. 
<laughs> if I was going to be sponsored by a dessert, I'd like to be sponsored by Nana's Apple Strudel. Oh, really? So oh. I could say, mmm, I love a steaming slice of Nana's <laughs> Strudel. Is, is and make the, it all sexual. Is that the, the sort of sell that the good people at Nana's would be after, do you think? Yeah. <laughs> Bring it into the 21st century. Oh, yeah, there's no Gen Y going out there buying Nana's whatever that is, yeah. is it? Yeah. And you know what the the difference between a strudel and an apple pie, of course, is no. the strudel's not fully covered in pastry. It's got those little cuts in it. Oh. Yeah. Right. yeah. It's got that's that's your strudel. I've never had a strudel. What age are you where you start crossing over into strudel eating? Because I haven't, I certainly haven't hit it yet. I, I haven't gone back to strudel for a while, but my mum was a big Nana's fan. So okay. she would, you know, whack something into the oven straight out of the freezer and we'd eat some Nana's apple strudel. Dessert every night in the Mooney household. Oh, really? Wow. Big yeah. dessert fun, Big fan? Time. Are you a fan uh, of dessert? Not really. Not no? so much now. Oh, yeah. Okay. If I was going to go, I, my, my dessert of, of choice would be creme brulee. Oh, I like yeah. a good creme brulee. Jeez, you like your old school brands. Creme brulee, Nana's, Strudel. Mm. God. Uh, What's, what are your well, you modern... you wash the fondue yeah. down Fro- with something. Frog at a pond. <laughs> uh, you know, a bit of suet pudding. Um, oh, God. <laughs> spotted dick. <laughs> Bread and butter pudding. Yeah, bread well, and butter pudding's nice. Carl, what are your modern desserts you're having every night? Yeah. Sorry, I, I've just noticed something. Fiona, you seem to have shaved off all your hair. Uh... <laughs> Fiona, are you okay? Because yeah. you've lost all your hair. Have well, you run out of cells? So that's, it's just uh, every time Mooney does this with Fiona, and it's just I just think it's the, the, the stress right. is this sort is of my paid to your hair, I think. First in Fiona. four without Fiona. We yeah. did the big three last year. Mm. Well, the no, last time, yeah, last time we had you both on the show was we were in this very room we're in now recording this. It was a live episode that we did. Oh uh, yes, July. It was, it was our t-shirt launch when we were launching the I'm Aware of Little Dumbbell Club t-shirt, and yeah. we had an awesome show. And we had uh, Lawrence Mooney, Fiona Lachlan in, mm. along with Dilrook and Harley, Harley Breen. Yes, yeah. and Lawrence Mooney had a great time at the show, and then <laughs> went home and got an early night. Well, no, actually, I had to do a, <laughs> I had to do a gig in Ballarat, and uh, I was very excited to be here at the live show. And you know how live shows can, well, your live shows particularly pick yes. me up yeah, and well, carry we, me away. Yeah, we do now. Yeah, because I, I was at the drunk cast um, in April. Yeah. In April, after the comedy festival, yeah. and got home at about four thirty after disgracing myself throughout yes. the streets of Melbourne. Yeah. <laughs> And I remember looking at my watch thinking, 4.30, that's not too bad. And then the next thing I remembered, as I probably already said on this podcast, I was woken up by my wife at 8.30 in the back room staring at a wall. (laughs) She said, how long have you been here? And I said, I think I've been here for four hours. (laughs) She said, sweetheart, you need to lie down. (laughs) Have you taken anything? I said, I think so. I've taken taken something off. That now wrecks the the old saying, that's about as interesting as watching paint dry because you're obviously... Fascinated Man, with it. I had found a portal <laughs> in my back room and I was looking into the past or the you, future. I don't know you what. You were missing cell. I was, tri- <laughs> I was tripping hard. Yeah. You were watching paint dry and then liquefy again, just going through all the cycles. <laughs> the sound effect inside my head was... I'm a war. Mooney's at Portal was sponsored by Torbman's, the good people at Torbman's. Yeah. So, yeah. And Yellow Moose. Yeah. <laughs> so you came into our live show in July and you thought... I've got something to prove now. I've got to back up this effort from well, the drunk cast. It was the weekend. I thought, I've got a gig in Ballarat. Uh, I'll, I'll just whip home afterwards and then I'll, I'll be right. And then I just had drunk too much. So I called Dave O'Neill and said, can you pick me up? And I just kept drinking and drinking and drinking. 
And, and maybe I did the good people of... O'Neill tells it like he was about to go to Ballarat. He's, he's in his car on the way and then you ring and go, can you just pick me up? And he's, and he's like, I'm in fucking Sebastopol already. <laughs> 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 Meanwhile, we're, we're here drinking after the gig. We're getting messages from O'Neill going, what the fuck have you done to Mooney? <laughs> <laughs> and maybe I did the people of Ballarat Primary School South. I don't know where it was. It was West <laughs> Ballarat. <laughs> It was Brown's Hill. I, I actually think you were back in your laundry again. I don't think you were ever yeah. in Ballarat. No gig took place. I went home and I <laughs> teleported my mind to Ballarat. You appeared as a ghost on stage. Well, one of those things where you, you're a little bit pissed and you think the only way is forward here. I'm just going to keep slaughtering red wine now until I get on stage. The only way is And uh, I can't remember much of the gig. I, Tom Seeger assures me that it was... It was fabulous. He said it was a roller coaster ride. It was a real white knuckle affair. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't that know where it was going to go on, the next. The first bit of that is he said it was fine. And no, I mean, <laughs> a roller coaster means it is at least fifty percent down. Yeah, That's which is fine. the best bit where you're screaming towards the bottom of the. Oh my god. <laughs> What I'm are we going to do the Mad here? Max and, uh, the Mad Mouse and Gun. This is fine. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I'm having a fine time that's okay. here. His fine was reassuring me that I'd, I'd done an okay job. Then he said it was one of the best gigs he's ever seen. He said it was like, and he's a Collingwood supporter, it was like sitting in the forward pocket at Victoria Park and watching Dacos kick 10. <laughs> you just didn't know what was going to happen next and you couldn't believe it was happening. Yeah, but, but, and, uh, but with the roller coaster, if Dacos has kicked 10, what do you do on the other half? Has he just also punched some <laughs> women in the crowd in the face or what else has he done? Well, I got up and I just started talking about Sovereign Hill and Cryle Castle. <laughs> and I said, all right, which women here... Played Busty Wenches at Kryle Castle. <laughs> which I heard slightly different. I heard is, which one of you people are whores at Kryle Castle? You're <laughs> <laughs> not even playing it. <laughs> ah. All right. <laughs> okay, where are the whores from Kryle Castle? <laughs> and just to reiterate, because I think we might have glossed over it before, this is for a school. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they're my people. Um, parents of children want to get out and have a rip-roaring time. If, if I go to a, a sports club and it's... Um, full of, you know, 20-year-old footballers, they're not going to get me as much as parents get me because they're like, we know what it's like to be locked up. When we come out, we're just going to plough the booze and just say whatever you want. Whores need to unwind just like the rest of us. So when I said, uh, are there any whores here from Cryle Castle? (laughs) The women in the audience knew what I was talking about because a lot of them went, yeah, we were whores at Cryle Castle. And then I talked about Sovereign Hill and a little bit, did a little bit of Australian history like I did last night. How uh, my contention is that Australia is probably the gayest country in the world because we started as a maximum security prison and it just went pretty male from there on. Yeah. You say like you did last night. You're referring to a gig that you did last night, right? Yeah. This is on stage. I did a gig did last night. In the portal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I wasn't in the portal. Well, listener, it's just you going... Just history like I did last night. People are going, what the fuck was last night? Oh, okay, because this just floats in time. Yeah, yeah exactly. This, you know what? In a way, this is like radio, you know? <laughs> this is like radio. like radio. But it's not like radio, is it? Because it's got no basis in dates. So last night, being the 6th of January, 2016. <laughs> yes, thank you. I finally understand this story. I did a gig at Crab Lab. Yep. And um, i got a story about what happened after that gig. Uh me and a bunch of other comics just started wailing on one another. Yeah, the slapping's back. Oh, you started punching <laughs> people. No, no, is... no. 
Brendan Maloney <laughs> wins me. I, I invite him to wind me. To wind you? Yeah, okay. so like I put my arms up and yep. stand against the wall. There's probably a video on social media out there of him smacking me in the solar plexus <laughs> and me collapsing to the floor. It's and, a great and, gig. Everyone get down there and check it out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm into the brutality. Anyway, uh, and then, you know, from then on it would just started uh, Stewie Dolman, Ben Russell, myself and Maloney were just slapping one another hard. It was crazy. This is because you were doing this at the drunk cast as well afterwards. You were yeah. slapping. Are you just trying to turn every gig into like a bootleg fight club? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so anyway, I don't know whether I'd First finished. rule of fight portal is don't yeah. talk about fight portal. <laughs> just keep staring at the wall. Um, so I, I finished the gig in Ballarat, got driven home by Dave O'Neill, who's a good man. He, he's driven a lot of drug addicts and alcoholics around. And, he, and one of his quotes was about the night that when you, he was driving you to the gig, you were like pissed in the car and just going, right, where are we going? Ballarat. Ballarat, oh, right, they had a revolution there. That means they're all right out there, like they're anti-establishment, they're anarchists. I'm just going to go and f- tell them all to get fucked and they'll love it. And O'Neill's like, I think they're all parents and they just want to get out of the house for the night. I don't think they're actually descendants of Peter Layla down there. Yeah. <laughs> they're not, this, is, this gig isn't live at yeah, the Eureka, Eureka Stockade. Eureka Stockade was a while ago. Yeah. Um, 18... 18- 50s. Uh, is this a good time for us to quickly plug our live gig that we're doing in Ballarat on January the 23rd? Oh, yeah, and we, we are. Let's guarantee we will not accuse anyone in the crowd of being a whore. I will not guarantee that. I wasn't that. accusing. I was saying, where are the Cryo Castle whores? <laughs> yeah. There's no accusations Slash, there. Busty wenches. Yeah. You already know they're whores. Yeah. Just show yourself. Where you yeah. are. And there was people waving. Anyway, um, <laughs> I... Uh, good to know. So to Seager was saying he was, he was really, you know... He quite enjoyed the gig, and I said, "So I hope I haven't destroyed the gig." You know, I hope you're back next year. He goes, "Actually, the the principal of the school came over to me afterwards and said, uh, yes, um, thanks for organising all of that, Tom. Um, a lot of people enjoyed themselves, <laughs> but uh, I think we'll go with the trivia next." <laughs> <laughs> First question in the trivia night: How many of you played whores? <laughs> no, it's bad. Second question, how many of you are whores at Crow Castle? Whore. So tonight I got on the train to come in here to the Euro Beer Cafe to record this podcast with you guys and I looked down at my pants and there's footprints on the thighs. Oh, wow. I thought, how did I – did I take my pants off and then stand on them? No, I must have taken my shoes off first. How did someone stand on me? Like – I couldn't remember someone standing on me. Then I remembered playing Moscow Circus with Ben Russell, where I'd go into a crouch position and he would stand on my thighs and then we'd hold hands and I'd stand up and he'd lean out and it was... So we're playing Moscow Circus. So I've got big footprints on my thighs. Which I've done that as well with Ben Russell. Right. Moscow Circus. Sometimes I've gotten to stand on my shoulders. Always very, very drunk. And yeah. always like this is no safe. Well, he's the perfect kind of size for an ap- acrobatic, you know, yeah, he's duo. A little, he's a little monkey man, you know. Yeah, he's, he's a tiny monkey. He's tiny monkey. He's a homunculus. He's a homunculus. You're on radio. You're on TV. What are you? What are you only going around with one pair of pants for? Just wearing <laughs> yeah. the same filthy pair of pants <laughs> yeah. day in day out. Well, I I put them on yesterday, and I thought I'll 
I like these particular pair of blue Ben Shermans and I thought I'll wear them again today. They'll be fresh and new and clean and, oh, God, they're covered in filth and I'm on the train. <laughs> to be fair, though, given <laughs> stories that you've previously told us on this podcast, some footprints on the front of them is kind of... Yeah, yeah, a yeah. lot better than, than a lot of shit in the back of them. <laughs> that's, <Yeah. laughs> that's the nicest story he's been involved in so far today. <laughs> Pants-related, at least. It's yeah. the better of two evils. <laughs> well, that reminds me, so I think we should, you know, this is... Uh, this should be stated every week of January that you have declared that it is nice January for you, Tommy mm-hmm. Daslow. Trying you, to be less... You declared it in, in December and then absolutely have not mentioned it since until uh, I bring nice. it up. Nice. Yep. So, What's nice yep. January? Trying to not be... Trying to not be mean on this podcast because we get a lot of mean kind of a lot of our listeners kind of being very mean to us. And I'm running an experiment. If we're if I'm if one of us is actively nicer on the podcast, will that die down? Do you get trolls? Oh, absolutely. You off? Exclusively absolutely. trolls. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. If uh, someone via brings, Twitter or uh, my all of it. iTunes reviews. No, I oh, I don't even read them. Um no. <laughs> oh god. <'Cause> I, <laughs> no. No. No, I I famously replied to somebody who um, said, oh, nice iTunes review. I said something about Steele's um, podcast, I Love Green Guide Letters, like, uh, yuck, zero interest in these tools or something. <laughs> yeah, you know, he's slaying off his cast one week. Um, <laughs> and somebody said, nice iTunes review. And I said, I would rather take a gob full of piss from a hobo <laughs> than ever read an iTunes review. <laughs> <laughs> well, here, here's an experiment for you if you'd like to do live in my world. Tommy Daslow, we've talked about this many, many times, probably what every week. What is your world like? Oh, man, it's full <laughs> on. So, <laughs> it's flat out. So, Tommy Daslow gave my number out many years ago. I thought this will be a one-week, two-week thing. It's all over the joint. I get messages every single day from people that listen to this show. There's the, the percentage of nice messages. I, I, like, I like all the listeners that have a your nice, phone. nice January. Yeah. I got one today. I got one today that said, uh, how, much is, how much does it cost to come to one of your live shows? And I said $20. And he said, just so you know, I will never, ever do that. Right. <laughs> Fantastic. Thanks for listening, guys. Yeah. yeah. That, but that's why I'm doing this. That's why I'm trying to inspire this niceness in the listeners. So my hope is that, you know, you get a bit of a break on the old text line. Oh. Your live shows are pretty popular, though, aren't they? Yeah, 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 sure. Oh, look, people, in, people are not sort of going, hey, get fucked in a nasty way. They're <laughs> all telling us to get fucked in a very positive way. Oh, right. So you don't get, you're a piece of shit, you're not funny. No, oh, we absolutely. Get, we, we get, get that. that, yeah. Oh, right. But in a nice but, way. Because I, I get that. I get that too. Right. Just out of the blue sometimes. Well, I think because of the... Because and of I the... engage though. And yeah. Lou goes, why are you engaging with these people? I said, because I want to wear the troll down. Yeah. <laughs> I want to wear it down. Yeah. But that's what a troll wants though. A yeah. troll wants you to, you to engage. And then you engage and they just keep fucking yeah. you know, pulling they you They do want in. that. And then you just cut them off. I, yeah. had, I had a comment under my Qantas face swap video that said, this is not funny and this makes no sense. <laughs> And I then went, I did that thing where I was like, well, who is this person? So I went to their channel and they're a plane spotter. They're like just oh. filming planes from the fence. Yeah. So it was that great moment where I could go, I don't have to feel that bad. This guy's retarded. Yeah. <laughs> Genuinely with a shirt that says, I love planes and a oh, little cap. Wow. Like, well, no, I haven't seen photos, but I've drew a little picture of him to make myself feel better. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm pretty open-minded of whatever people are into. I drove past that viewing area near the Melbourne airport the other mm. day where you can just park and watch planes take off. Yeah. I don't get it. I do yeah, not yeah, yeah. get it in any way. I do. I get it big time. Yeah. Massive bits of machinery. I can stand and watch for hours and hours. But Trains, I, planes, I, I get ships. It. I get it if it's like bird spotting. So I'm a little bit, as you say, 
retarded. <laughs> How do you say retarded? Sono retardo. Sono, sono retardo. Which means uh, in Italian, my train is late. Yeah. It's great when you go to Italy and it says retardi. <laughs> and it's like, ah! <laughs> they should put that on the tourism adverts. Yeah, yeah. There's so many more people over there. Ah, train retardi. <laughs> Stephen Colbert, dis- il programma retardo. You're actually disappointed if it's on time because you're yeah. like, oh, man. Yeah, oh. Um, yeah but I get that no, sort of thing. I get it. Retarded. <laughs> I get it if it's a bird spotter because, like, you can go out in the countryside and it's like, oh, this is thrilling what might come past, what I might see. But with, yeah. with planes, it's like I know – that one's coming in. So you just sit there. It's scheduled to land. So you're just waiting for it to land. And then you go, tick. Yeah. That's yeah. it. It's definitely yeah. going to happen. Yeah. This it's just was... waiting for a bus. Is there any bus spotters? Yeah. There should be a bus spotter or a tram spotter. Oh, there'd be tram spotters for sure. Oh. And you also take the number of your train or tram down. And so then when you see it on another, you know, loop around, you just go, oh, that's the second time I've seen that today. Oh, God. I, this time last year, I did a little bit of tram spotting from the inside because I had... You rode a tram. We get it. <laughs> I didn't just ride it. I, I had ten martinis with Fleety and I was almost unable to walk. I got on a tram. He shouted you ten martinis? No. We went, we went out for martinis and I bought 20 martinis. <laughs> what happened? You went out and then he said, let's go out to drink. And then he said... He goes, let's, I'll meet you for a drink. And he did the cursory, hi, how are you? Pat your pockets. Yeah, I get it. Uh, let's drink. <laughs> anyway, I got on a tram. Uh, I live on the number six line out to Glen Iris. Yep. And uh, what's the address? The, my address. <laughs> yeah, your oh, address. No. <laughs> no. I've got children, man. Come oh, on. we want to go on the Mooney reality tour and go and visit the portal. Yeah, there's the portal. Uh, um, by the way, my parents live in the street. That Lawrence Mooney used to live in. Oh. How do you like that? I drove past your old house the other day. Okay. On the way to my Listeners house. are getting closer and closer <laughs> to the address. In Brighton? Mm-hmm. Oh, right. Don't say the street. But I yeah. won't say the street. I've lived in two streets in Brighton. <laughs> yep. Do the math. All right, mate. We've One for each marriage. Uh, never mind. Um, no, no, it's cool. It's good. So I'm, I'm, I'm working through it. Um, anyway, so I got on the tram and the next thing I know is I'm woken up and there's four tram security guys around me. And... Uh, it's like, what's going on? And they said, uh, you, you've got to get off the tram, mate. And I said, no, no, I'm just going home. And they said, no, the driver's alerted us. You've been on the tram for an hour. You've been out to the end of the line <laughs> twice. <laughs> this you, is the second story uh, yeah, I've heard yeah. of you where, you where this happened to you. End yeah. of the line. Yeah. Yeah. End of the line, back into town, end of the line. And the driver's like, oh, God, that guy's... Going back into town, we're getting him off this time. Also, I think Greg Fleet stole his wallet. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, you've got no pants on, maybe. You've got big <laughs> footprints on your thighs. So, was your, it, your, uh, pants actually... are, your pants are gone and they're in Greg Fleet's veins for some reason. <laughs> so, anyway. And he wasn't technically tram spotting until you woke up after being on the tram twice. Yeah, I, I wasn't spotting, actually. I was just spotted by the driver. <laughs> yeah. So, they helped me off and then I did the pat down. Oh, I can't find my phone. Lost the phone. Just the worst. <laughs> Same happened with the portal too when I was staring at the yeah, portal. Yeah. When I woke up, I was like, no phone. Fuck me. Just so depressing getting blind. You probably weren't just in your kitchen your all night. You probably went into the portal and then back out. Yeah. And you were just out of it the whole time and didn't realise. And left my phone down the portal somewhere. <laughs> that portal is chockers with Nokias. <laughs> <laughs> Chocker with Nokia. <laughs> down the portal. So, 
I go home and um, Lou, my very understanding and loving wife, just like, okay fuck, she I... must be understanding, Lou. <laughs> She's I've, so understanding. I've thought about this a few times. She must be very, very. When's she, she up for really, Australian of the Year? She yes, really, really loves me, <laughs> <laughs> or hates me and wants me to drink myself to death, <laughs> <laughs> so she can just She's take, the, yeah. take the seventeen hundred dollars <laughs> and just run with it. She's playing a long game, yeah. Yeah. So she goes. Oh, it's terrible. You've lost your phone. It's like, yeah. And she said, don't worry about it. You know, we can go up to, um, we can go to Telstra and get a new phone. I said, why don't I, uh, why don't we go for a walk, get a coffee and stop at the tram depot? And so I went into the tram depot and I said, if there's lost property, when can you get it? And the woman said, not open till Monday. It was a Saturday. And I said, but if there was lost property, where would it be? And she said, it's in that office there. I went in there and there was a, like a tram conductor, director there, kind of like, you know, waving trams in and out. And I said, if a phone was given in last night, would it be here? And she said, oh, I'm not meant to go through this until Monday. <laughs> <laughs> but she said this to me. She goes, you've got the eyes of a very good and honest person. Oh. Seriously. Here we go. I, I'm into this. Uh, and I can see that you've got a good heart and you're a good person. What's your phone number? And so I gave her my phone number and she rang it and I could hear... And I was like... Because I am a superb comedian, so I don't often hear crickets. So anyway... So when I hear them, I really hear them. I hear them and so often, I think I'm fucking Pinocchio. <laughs> <laughs> Brutal. They're Andre Brutal. Uh, so I got my phone back and Lou goes, okay, that's a lesson. I said, yes. And I, that, I gave up the booze that day until very close to the end of the festival. Where's, what's the common denominator here? Every time you get back on the piss, you lose your phone. You yeah. get drunk, yes. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and you, you get ask, drunk. <laughs> and you ask people to punch you in the face as hard as you can. Yeah. Slap. Slap, sorry. Slap. Slap. Yeah. You can well, punch me in the stomach and win me, Houdini style. Given all these stories... Like but I, I just want to say to your listeners, if you see me in the street, give me some warning. Just don't walk up and just crack. <laughs> just crack me. Because yeah. people will. People definitely isn't that, will. Isn't that how Houdini died? Like he yeah. had that reputation of like people, he'd brace himself and mm. people would king hit him in the gut and, and someone, then he'd be fine. But someone just walked up out of the blue and blindsided him and went, yeah, and then he died. Yeah, isn't that punched what him, I think, quite low in the stomach and I think his appendix burst right. or something of that nature. You've got a lower abdominal injury. Yeah. So don't Houdini Mooney. Yeah. Houdini yeah. retardi. <laughs> so, given all these stories, and this is how we all think of you in a, in a loving way. Uh, oh, like is this the, an intervention no, podcast? No, no, no. We all think of you We've in a loving way. We've all been very understanding for a very long time. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but there's only so much we can take. Yeah. Oh. Um, i got a message here. Lou is gone. She's <laughs> gone. She wanted me to tell you. Change the locks. That the kids are gone. <laughs> and go fuck yourself, I think is what right. that says here. Um, no. All right, I will give out my address now. <laughs> Go and torch the humpy. Oh, you are, you're, you're going to go home and put your dick straight in that portal. That's what's going to happen now. <laughs> you did give away before that you're walking distance from the tram depot, so that's very good for people to Oh, know. yeah, the oh, one I'll tram depot. <laughs> the one tram depot. He's piecing it together. Yeah. <laughs> so this is, this is um, uh, uh, when I went to Thailand with my folks, I brought my parents to Thailand a while did back. You, uh, 
taste any of the local flavour. <laughs> oh, no, my dad was fascinated. My dad was fascinated by it, though, by the ladyboys. We first and by we the way, there. I'm not being sleazy. I'm quoting one of Tommy Daslow's routines. Mm. Oh, okay. One of the yes. great routines of Tommy Daslow. Some the of comedy the, the comedy of Tommy, of Tommy Daslow. <laughs> yeah. By the way, can we say this very quickly? I did a gig on Tuesday night and someone in the crowd while I was on yelled out, who's this gay midget? <laughs> Just fantastic stuff. <laughs> really, really good. Yeah. So what, hang on. So a random person just yelled that at you. Yeah, not a listener. Not one of those nice yeah. listeners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounds like a text I get. But I yeah. actually yeah. didn't hear it. It was a guy who came up the stairs. Someone else told me they heard this. Came up the stairs, saw me, said that, and then just turned around and left. Right. Yeah. But and this neither, also... neither of those things are true. It's the... more, who's this vaguely hetero man-child? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, this happens back to several years ago, maybe six years ago, I had a small role in Frank Woodley's live show during the comedy festival where I would come on stage with a vacuum for like a minute and one night when I was walking out of the theatre, the crowd was leaving and a kid saw me and he went, hey, look, it's that gay vacuum dude. <laughs> What's this vibe I'm giving off on stage where people just immediately think I'm gay? You know what? You, the midget, the midget call... You do, you know what? You are surprisingly tall. I think you do look like that. You're a short person, but you're mm. not that short. What well, are you? This, this what, is the what thing. in centimeters? This is what the person who overheard this told me. He reckons this guy shorter than me. Oh, really? Yeah. Where do you get off? I oh, know uh, I do that though. Every time I see someone bald, I go, "You bald cunt!" <laughs> I love it. Feels oh, great. Really? Yeah. If ever I That's get angry at someone, way. pissed idiot. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> Where's your phone? Oh God, I'm staring into a mirror. Fiona's a fucking mess, yeah. isn't she? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> get off the turps, you yeah. sad old bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the same and wise. You hilarious legend. Ah, <laughs> suck it. <laughs> <laughs> so how many? Suck it. How many, <laughs> how many centimeters? That's like. I actually don't know. I don't know oh. my height. Off by You'd be like five eleven. Sure. Yeah. So you're taller than so me. So that's the dick. How about the rest of me? Uh, yeah. Comedy. The comedy so of. Chandler. Yes. You were saying that? how hectic your life is and how flat out. I had the pleasure of working with you for a good slab of last year oh, yes. on Dirty Laundry Live. Yes. In the writers' room. Behind the curtain. Behind the curtain. Mm. Uh, how many that days a week were you that? in the office? Two? Maybe Three? two, I think. Yeah, yeah. two. It sounds, sounds good. What's, what's it like doing that? <laughs> like, is that a fun yeah. thing you could do? <laughs> how did you get that? You, no, how no, did you, you get, get it? Just Is it fun? <laughs> did you enjoy it? How much you get paid? Give us a call. Nah. Give us a call. call. Give I, us a call. I, I really, Throw a guy a bone. It's really no good. I wouldn't bother trying to chase up a writing job. There is simply not enough of them to go around. So just sit back and relax and do whatever you do. I know what you're doing, Carl. What are you? What am I doing? You're trying to keep the jobs for yourself, mate. That's There's I did. I spelt that out. I just spelt that out. Oh. Zave gets it. <laughs> I get jokes, guys. See, so next season I'm there to write because I get jokes. <laughs> You're in. I can spot jokes people have told. It's still. It, it hasn't been returned by the ABC for the first half of 2016. It's not completely dead, but Dirty Laundry Live is not slated to return. No. Um, no, I'm okay. I'm sorry. Good. Anyway. Carl, yes. active man, fit and healthy looking guy too. Sure. Run us through your diet. What, what would you come into the office uh, with and have for breakfast uh, most mornings? Brecky? Breakfast? Well, yeah. this is a stitch up. I love the it. The listeners of the show are, are quite aware of, of a, diet. a bakery that's in Elsinwick. Mm. You know, Frank's Bakery is quite famous Frank on this podcast. It's great. Because I do a bit of work at the ABC and I have complained a lot of times about going to that bakery at midday and then saying, can I have a pie please? And them going... <laughs> No, we don't have any pies. It's 12 o'clock. I know. It's so perverse yeah. and delicious. that It's like, when did all the pies sell out, Frank? He goes, oh, around about 10. It's like, 
how, how many did you make yeah, today? Yeah, yeah. And like, you just so, laugh. So at 12 you go, well, when's, when's the next pie? And the, and the guy will go, oh, I'll put a pie in now. Should be ready in half an hour. Oh, yeah, just go pieless in your bakery from 12 until 12.30. Good business model. Did I tell you, I've experienced this for myself recently. Because I went to see Star Wars at the Elstonwick Cinema, right. which is around the corner. And yes. I thought, you know what? I'm gonna, you know what would go well with Chewy and the gang? With a popcorn? <laughs> a steak and bacon. Yeah. No yeah. pies. No pies, yeah. of course. No pies. Yeah. No pies. Verified it so myself. So I would. So I, I know. So the, the listener to the Dum Dum is aware of Frank's Bakery yes. and your and your penchant for a pie. Yes. Now, what you're saying is what you want to bring up here is that I would come in every day to Dirty Laundry at 10 o'clock eating a pie for breakfast because I'm thinking ahead because Frank's Bakery is always pieless at 12 o'clock. So I go, you know what? I'm going to eat a pie right now. I'm going to eat a pie at 10 o'clock. It's going to go into your body. You may as well work it through from as early as possible. (laughs) Yeah. 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 And I would sometimes, I would think I would be generous and bring in multiple pies to which everyone would go, what the fuck are you doing? We don't want a pie. (laughs) It's 10 (laughs) o'clock. And you would accompany that pie with a delicious beverage? Uh, Oh, would I? I don't Mm, know. At 10 o'clock, did I? Was I having a Coke with... You were having a Coca-Cola. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm, And I guess if you're going to have your caffeine... With maybe a, yep. a spoonful of sugar or 16 spoons full of sugar. Yes. Why not a Coke? It is remarked upon when I work for a TV show how bad my diet is when I work. And then Rachel Miller would always p- project onto you that you were going to have a horrendous bowel cancer later <laughs> on in life. <laughs> Most mornings she'd just go, oh, she's going to get bowel cancer. Yeah. It's like, morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, getting back to Thailand, I was saying uh, I brought my folks to Thailand. The last time oh, I yes, flew, your father. Yeah, yeah, my dad. Oh, yeah. So I, and your dad loved ladyboys. My dad loves ladyboys, yes. And not only Did that, he... he was fascinated with them when we, we, we saw them. We were sitting outside restaurants and we'd see them all the time and dad would just go, oh, you don't see that every day. And it's like, yeah, you've never been outside Maryborough. Of course you don't <laughs> see ladyboys every day. <laughs> you can see them every day. <laughs> just punch Shemail into your search engine. <laughs> <laughs> Sit back and enjoy. Just find one of Mooney's lost phones and see what your homepage is on <laughs> Safari. Is that why you had to get his knees done? Because he was just jerking it non-stop in Thailand over the Jesus! Ladies. <laughs> <laughs> he got his knees done? Yeah, yeah, my dad got his knees operated on. Yeah, In Thailand? No, when he got back from Thailand. Right. Ba- you know when Ballarat. you masturbate so hard it fucks up your knees? Yeah. <laughs> A real knee trembler. He's doing it on your you're, knees. You're standing mine. up, yeah. Real knee trembler. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So, um, that's, uh, that's somebody calling in for the telethon. I think that's uh, Mrs. Him. Perkins of Drysdale <laughs> has donated $10. Hey, the phone Tommy. room is going crazy. <laughs> if Tommy Dashley jerks himself to his knees, go, <laughs> I'll <laughs> donate 50 bucks. <laughs> so keep Done. ringing the number, 1-800-JERK-OFF. <laughs> I'll pay 50 bucks for a, for a gay midget. <laughs> Let's make that a new reward on Patreon. 50,000 bucks, I'll jerk myself until my knees buckle. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get on to Patreon very soon. But... Uh, uh, before that, I will say, yeah, uh, my, my dad was, did get a bit fascinated. Not only that, but since my mum and dad came back from Thailand, my mum has like basically said to me, we have to go back again. Uh, and I'm like, okay, we can go wherever you want. And she said, oh, I'm absolutely going to the same place. I'm like, okay. And then dad told me that she sits up at, like twice a week and, watch, and watches Lady Boys, the show called Lady Boys on ABC2. And then she'll text me. She now texts me every week, twice a week. Mm. And it'll be like midnight because they'll, they'll delay the show until midnight. Sounds like your mum and dad are going to have a threesome next time they go <laughs> yeah. to the That's going to be some crazy ladyboy action. Yeah. She sends me a text at midnight going, are you watching Lady Boys? I'm like, no, it's Tuesday. I'm in bed. 
You're, why are you sitting up to watch Ladyboys? Uh, I love it. Yeah, the, the threesome. And it's like Chandler thinks he's doing them this big favour by like taking them over there and stuff. <laughs> Meanwhile, they're just there like trying to ditch him. Like, yeah. how do we get rid of this shithead son so we can really have some fun yeah. in Thailand? And also, uh, a threesome with Ladyboy makes perfect sense. Yeah. yeah. Everyone's got something to work with. <laughs> let's ditch, let's ditch you know? Carl and really put the fucker in Phuket. <laughs> hey, here's what... Here's hold on, what, hold on. A threesome with a lady boy really makes sense because everyone's got something, something to, to work, work with. <laughs> everyone. So the lady boy is taking Mrs. Chandler from behind oh. and also sucking Carl's dad off at the same time <laughs> while he's playing with its boobs. Or Carl's dad yes. is doing the lady boy up the bum oh. and they're making a nice little sandwich and then they can still see each other and cuddle and go, I oh. love you, sweetie. I love you too. Oh. I love and, you. Then she, and then the lady boy in the middle is like, I love both of you. No. No, the, the, the lady boy's not in Australian. The, in the middle. <laughs> For the lady boy's from Thailand. Also, just, just think about what my dad is doing because his knees have been operated. So oh, give him true. a good okay. position. Yeah, work this into your fan fiction, guys. Yeah. Come on. Make okay, it a bit the more lady boy is holding yeah. your dad up. <laughs> yeah. Wheelbarrow style. Wheelbarrow style. <laughs> For the listeners, Xavier and Lawrence are fully nude right now, <laughs> yeah. acting this okay, out. Okay, you us. hold my legs up. <laughs> All right. And pretend my I'm, knees are sore. And then yeah. Dasselo, you okay. pretend to be Chandler's mum. Yeah. <laughs> Xavier, put your feet on Mooney's thighs. He's okay. got the, he's got the so footprints. Come over here and yeah. sit on me lo- <laughs> face, love, while the lady boy lifts me thighs up. Right. Well, how did those footprints get there? Okay. 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 And then now you're you're then, a Thai lady boy. And then a Thai lady boy comes down and <laughs> And says, says, I love you so much. No, 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 Mooney. I made you. You just got I me into the... I made you do a racial stereotype. You just pushed me into your portal. Oh, yeah, that's the offensive bit. Not the <laughs> thing where you're acting at my mum and dad having sex with a lady boy. Thank you for there's the apology. There's nothing offensive about your parents no, having no, sex, no, Carl. Deal with it. Deal with that. Your that's parents got a sex life, mate, and they want to go to Thailand and get on with lady boys, and you're not smelling the coffee beans here. What's that weird thing under the table that keeps bumping my <laughs> Carl's penis. Oh, I get jokes. It. I get jokes. Yeah. Gets it. I get it. Hey, His uh, erect penis from being turned on by what we're talking about <laughs> and playing out. Hey, do you guys ever get? Uh, I think this is pretty universal in comedy. Get like weird advice from your parents about like weird, weird little, weird little bits of comedy advice that make no sense. Can we? Can we oh. just postpone this so I finish my little yeah, bit? Oh, is there more to this? There's okay. more to this. Right. I haven't even got to what right, I was meant to get. Finish off your little bit. Go my little bit. Right. Go wild. So uh, when we went, I'm sitting up twice a night. <laughs> no, when we uh, when we went, when I took my mum and dad to Thailand, mm. uh, you generously gave me. Uh, I'd never taken like a sleeping pill or anything on the plane, and I think I was talking to you about it. And you go, "Oh, you don't do that. Oh God, what are you talking about? You've got to do that. You just take a Valium. I got plenty of them right now." And we were like in the office. I don't know why you had them, but anyway, you went and got me a Valium, gave it to me, and I was like, "Okay, great. I'll take this on the plane." <laughs> this is a story that Moon wants in public. Just no, 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 no. I always fine. carry a bottle of Valium with me. <laughs> yeah, mm. yeah. Okay, you never cool. know when you want to peg out. <laughs> yeah. no, uh, no, no. <laughs> if you're having trouble, call Lifeline thirteen eleven fourteen. <laughs> Oh, man, after this podcast, it's engaged that line many weeks in a row. Maybe so. one of these days we'll have you on this podcast and do an episode where you don't have to give out that number because of something you've said. One of these days. I really thought this would be the one. So so I get on the plane thinking, great, oh, we've got an eight-hour flight. This is easy. I take this little pill out of my wallet. Was it blue? Blues? No, it wasn't. It was yellow. Five milligrams. Because All I've right. never taken a Valium before or anything like that. I take it out and then go, hang on a minute. Mooney's got this pill on him and he's just given it to me. I'm in I'm on a plane. I'm in flight. I'm going, I literally don't know what this pill is. I'm like, 
I'm a massive chance of being stitched up on a, on Malaysian Airlines. That'd be very funny. <laughs> That'd be very... And you would have got the joke, Carl, <laughs> as you're in prison in Thailand. <laughs> and Mooney's like, I got you, buddy. I'm two hours into a flight on Malaysia Airlines, uh. sitting next to my mum and dad going... Well, what is? Do I take it? Do I take the red pill no or the blue pill? No better airline to take the pill on. Yeah, exactly. Yolo, yeah. baby. So did you and drop your it? I did. I sat there for half an hour and I actually got a sweat up. Going, I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> oh, <laughs> now you're sweating on the plane. Yeah, that's a good look. Oh yeah, landing in Thailand. <laughs> sweaty, come over here. <laughs> you, you, sweaty, come over here. I did nothing. Sweaty, what yeah. you got? What you got, sweaty? Oh no, no, you get on my bus. It's a, it's a bus straight to your accommodation. I believe it's the Bangkok. Hilton, just yeah. come this way. <laughs> sweaty, sweaty boy, come over here. Oh. <laughs> come over here. So thankfully, thankfully, it was. It's I put my tie. faith in you. I, I sat there. I, I thought for half an hour, and I thought, no, you couldn't stitch me up that badly. That's insane. And at the very least, it is an insane story for the podcast at the end of everything. And what was the effect? Did you have a I nice nine nine? I have a very lovely nine nine. But mm. one of those things where, because I'm an absolute newcomer to Valium, I've ne- never taken sleeping pills at all. I just did that thing where I, I expected this is a normal thing where I took it, probably took it a bit too late, and then woke, got woken up by, you know that idiot thing when you fly on a plane and they wake you up in the middle of the night for breakfast? Yeah, yeah, they, they just average go, yeah. out the time difference. Yeah. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So they just wake you up and you're like a dog that's come out of the vet without coming out of its stupor properly and I'm just <laughs> drooling going, they're like, here just you go. dragging your hind like, legs around the plane. You've got a cone around your neck for some reason. Yes. <laughs> yeah, 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 I'm humping my mum's leg. Well, that's um, why you should have done... <laughs> No, you'd be you'd be um, breastfeeding with your mum. She'd be lying on her side in the barn, and you're just <laughs> suckling. Oh, suckling. boy, am I glad my mum doesn't know what a podcast is. So. <laughs> if this is the first one they listen to, oh. and they like it, <laughs> they were watching something. you before you took that sleeping pill. Going, just take it. Yeah. We want to start fiddling each other. Yeah. yeah. No. We, we want well, the sun know, out. No, we, they land in Thailand, go down the street, see the lady boys, and go. What was that pill you so enjoyed on the plane? Yeah. Why don't you have a couple more Take of them? A couple more of those, Carly. <laughs> well, you can. You can get, you know, Valium um, in Thailand. You can get a it's massive five. bag. Yeah, yeah. It's only five dollars each. I heard. Um, yeah, but that's a good one to take Valium because it's a, um, it's a muscle relaxant essentially. Mm. Right. Yeah. You know, and they very rarely have bad side effects like still knocks. You know, Australian swimming team. Yep. They can make you go crazy, and Xanax can also. Have people acting out in strange? Xanax is it? Xanax is an anti is it an antidepressant? Uh, I'm not I, I'm not too sure whether they it's can a all be used pill. as antidepressants or right. anti anxiety drugs because yeah, they just yeah. relax yeah, that's you. What Xanax is, isn't yeah. it? But they're all also very very addictive. They're the barbiturate class are the most dangerous ones to take. But I recommend for a flight, uh, Dimazepam. Benzo. Dimazepam, I think, is is what I had. Is it? What you had? You should yeah, have woken up groggy. Then. Valium's the they must have they must have got you halfway the through. brand and the yeah. drug. I think is benzo. Diazepam? Diazepam. Diazepam. I love learning on this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Xanax is the thing. I went to Thailand with a couple of friends and they, we heard that uh, uh, you could just buy it over the counter very easily and so they went in there with this big story about how their leg hurt or whatever it was. (laughs) And it's like they get halfway through the story and look down and the guy's already just given it to them and gone, there you go, $3, thanks. And they're like, okay. And then they just, it was just like they went, okay, and just ate it like candy and then didn't remember the rest of the trip. Whereabouts? That was in Phuket. Yeah. They woke up with, one of my friends woke up with with scars all over his back because his one memory of the whole night was uh, waking up in the middle of nowhere having gotten a taxi 
the taxi dropping him off in the middle of nowhere and going, there you go, that's the CBD of Phuket. And he's like, that's a forest. And then the taxi driver got angry and threw a brick at him. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and then, and then oh. it's like, I'm, I'm, I'm finding out this story the next day from him. And he goes, what? He goes, yeah, yeah, I turned around and he threw it to me at me from like one metre. I'm like, you... Aren't you in a jungle? Where did you get a brick from? Yeah. He goes, I think he just kept it in his car. I'm like, yeah, I love okay, it. cool. And then I went, so what happened then? He threw a brick at you. I'm like, yeah, I don't know what happened then. I, I forget. It's like, what? You're in the middle of a jungle. You, someone throws a brick at you from one metre away. It hits you in the back. You've got a massive scar. And then you're like, oh, I don't know what happened next. And Boring. You, like that happens and then <laughs> you wake up in your own bed yeah. perfectly safe. Yes. You Covered with lacerations. You got out of there somehow. Oh, Yours, that person's subconscious really looks after him. Like, <laughs> his conscious body's shit, but subconscious is like, I'll oh, get him home. Don't worry. Oh, man, we should get, get some sweet dollars out of the Xanax uh, Corporation yeah. for these ads. Yeah. Drop a Zanny in a bit of moose. What do you reckon's happening there? Oh, yeah. Ooh, Delicious. Crush it up. Well, well, you know what we haven't even... Oh, sorry. Go Can I just your... say this quickly from before? So, uh, I saw my parents the other day and that great thing of like you know, watching parents, them have sex with a lady oh, yes. boy yeah it is the best comedy parents, advice parents oh, advice yeah. for comedy or what you should do in your act or what you should do for your career dad's come out with one of his all time greats he said to me you know that Jerry Seinfeld yeah. you ever try and meet him <laughs> and I go no not really and dad goes well there what are you doing that's not you crazy know, advice. What are you doing? If get you, him on the podcast. If you did some sort of... Uh, What's you the documented... deal with not meeting Jerry Seinfeld? <laughs> <laughs> if you documented the whole experience, it's like, all right, I have to, I'm going to try and meet Seinfeld yeah. in 30 days, record the whole thing. You'd get famous. People would be... Well, you might meet him. Speaking about ideas, have, have you guys got a premise for your comedy festival shows? Are they written... Where are they at? Uh, I am doing... Uh, a lot of the listeners know that my show last year was called uh, Carl Chandler, World's, Gr- World's Greatest and Best Comedian. And it was me with many of my friends, all of you included, coming in one each a night and fun. heckling me mm. uh, yeah, while I'm doing my routine, uh, having a lot of fun involved. I'm doing the same concept, different jokes this year. It's called Carl Chandler Defends His Title as World's Greatest and Best Comedian. So you'll all be invited back on. Mooney, probably right. not you because I tried to neck myself after you were on. But <laughs> no, no, you, you, you were a great one. You were the most brutal, surprisingly. And it was a thing where I literally people walked out shocked and went, are you okay to me after that? And I'm like, right. yeah, I'm okay. And then they go, oh, good, cruel. we're coming back tomorrow night. <laughs> and they thought it was going to be the started, same thing. I thought, we're... What better place to start than just go through your appearance <laughs> and your body and your face? Yes. And then we'll work from there. Start with yeah. the here and now. Yeah. I don't know why you're doing it again, Carl, because it went very well, but I genuinely think it did affect you. There were a lot of times having beers and you're like, you know, I know everyone's joking, but every <laughs> night, every night, you know, I'm like, Carl, oh, you know, man, like oh. everyone's joking. It's like, I know, but just every single night. You know, even, I'm if just kidding. even if something was a complete lie, somebody said it to you over and over it's again. Stick yeah. It's got to record, yeah. yeah. It's got to pop up I, before you go to sleep that I night. had a couple of weak moments. I had a couple of weak moments. Most of, most of it I super enjoyed. It was just a couple of times. It, was, it wasn't the comics. It was more the audience. Because they got me down get into it and you've, you've let them do it as well. So yeah. they were going nuts for it. Like, yeah, it was more, the, the nights you know what when everyone laughs and everything's really funny and I'm being funny and the person on the stool's being funny it's great it's all yeah. perfect everyone's laughing the nights when that happened and the audience 
didn't like it. It's like, okay, I've just hired someone <laughs> to make me want to kill myself. Yeah, cool. I'm having a rough comedy festival night. Like everyone does, but also 11, now someone's making fun of me. <laughs> Fuck. Anyway, I'm doing it. It was, it was I've forgotten those bad moments. I forgot about that. I just remembered the highlights. So and thanks, I thought this Xavier. would be the best time to bring it up live on <laughs> your podcast. Uh, can I just go back to the parents thing quickly, though? Yes, I think sure. this would make, because I was discussing this with a friend, uh, Adam Knox, fellow comedian. He told me his dad gave him the piece of comedy advice that he should do every gig walking on stage with one of those invisible dog leashes. Oh. <laughs> and pretend for his entire gig like he's got an invisible dog. So what That's I want to do, I'm going to actually That's try and do this. Idea. You would advice. remember that. You'd yeah. always remember I want to put on a gig where everyone takes on all the bits of comedy advice that their parents have given them. Oh, and we, we all do... Th- you know what I'd be doing? Jokes and you know stuff. What, I'd be doing? Yeah, what do you got? I'd be sell- I wouldn't be doing comedy. I'd be selling badges at the show. Great. <laughs> My mum sent me a message a month ago and said, your cousin started selling badges. She makes quite a lot of money from it. You and Emma could do that. Emma could design them and you could sell them. At the show. Not even at the show. She was just saying, just do it. Yeah, but that's but what I could do. It. I'd be there at the show. I reckon it's good merch though. Yeah. Badges. What sort of badges? Um, Painted Bald badges. head badge. Bald head. Yeah, badges. Like an actual, like a 3D, not a, you know. This would be good. What about badges they got nipples on them and then you put it on your shirt over your nipple? Oh, right. bang. Fantastic. Don't right. say I'll that on the down. podcast. People are okay. going to steal that now. Yeah. What would you be doing, Moon? What, what parental advice would you be taking on board? Well, my father passed away seven years before I started stand-up. So he didn't give me any <laughs> advice. <laughs> oh, God. What's that number again? Jeez. And my mum... Uh, when I told her so, that I was so starting stand-up and I'd started, um, she uh, said to me, you shouldn't swear. Okay. Um, so my shows would be half as long. <laughs> um, yeah. So Mooney, I swear there... a lot or not much. Sometimes I swear heaps, but in comedy festival shows, I don't think I swear that much, but you can correct me if I'm delusional. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> so she said to me, um, there's no need to swear. It's not clever. And Bob Hope and Groucho Marx never swore, did they? I said, no, Mum, but they never played the Epping Cricket Club on a Saturday <laughs> night. <laughs> so go fuck yourself. So you'd be coming out. You should, okay, you can do the gig. You can write a bunch of Bob Hope style jokes and Bob come Hope out and do and them. Groucho Marx and, yeah. oh, see you tomorrow. Tomorrow, see you. Yeah. There you go. Mm. Yeah, be but great. That, see, that's on TV. No one swears on TV, though. Like, the only thing they see of Groucho Marx is from movies and TV. When he was doing live stuff, yeah, when he was he going out to Alabama and stuff, he would have been swearing. Definitely. He would have been doing it swearing on the road, I don't surely. think so. No? I don't think so. Surely it would have been a bit of Night at the Fucking Opera. <laughs> <laughs> a day, day at the, the Cunting Races. races. <laughs> Dumb Cunt Soup. <laughs> the Big Fucking Store. Dumb Fuck Soup. So, yeah. we, so we got me on stage for Animal 10 minutes. Animal fucking crackers. We got me on stage for 10 minutes attempting to meet Seinfeld. We got Zave selling badges. We got Moon doing a bit of Bob Hope. Chandler, what do you got? What, uh, are you, what, are your parents, what have your parents told you that you should do? What's my parents have been? literally never ever been interested in my stand-up at all, ever. Like, li- the only questions I ever ask is... They would be if you were transgender. <laughs> <laughs> They're big fans Get of Julian some boobs. Um, yeah. Get some boobs, Chandler, and your parents will be front and centre. Yeah. <laughs> if I was Julian Cleary, they'd be interested, but anyway. Um, He's no. gay. He's not transgender. Oh, okay. All right. Isn't he? No. We also both said it as well. We both said Julian Cleary then. Yeah. No, no, you, you said both it, from. then you... Stolen him with your lies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, how, that's, how he, that's how he does his TV writing. It's it all from me. 
<laughs> Just saying. Yeah, no, the, the only question they ever ask, like this is literally uh, uh, the conversations I'll have. I'll say, hey – just, you know, i got this job writing for this thing or there's a gig coming up or whatever and then mum will go, oh, yeah. Any graphic design work coming up? I think this is going to be a great gig. I'd like to hear from the listeners about whether they would come to a dum-dum-sponsored, uh, people doing their parents' suggestions uh, gig. I think it'd be it fun. sounds like it's going to cool. go for one second. <laughs> no, it'd be fun. I think it's a good idea. It's a good idea, right? What your parents wanted for you. Yeah. yeah. Or no. you just say to your parents, like, what, what should I do in my act? What sort of stuff should I talk about? And then you have to write a routine. Well, let's put this in the Great Hall of Fame of Tommy Daslow ideas that are never mentioned again, <laughs> that are never followed up on in any other episode. In, sure. My mum comes along to comedy festival shows, and I think in the show where I was most brutal... Uh, brutal. Brutal. Um, <laughs> Listeners have it was no 20- idea what we're doing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was 2010, everything's just fine. And it was a pretty full-on kind of a show. And she came along to that and I was like, oh. And she walked me away from the crowd that she came with, you know, my brothers and their wives. Mm-hmm. And she said, I loved that show. I really enjoyed it. Like, she, it was kind of like your mum seeing your work of art straight out of kinder. She goes, that is really beautiful. We're wow. putting that up in the kitchen. <laughs> and it was very nice of her to do that. Having, you know, given me the advice, don't swear. She obviously... That, she doesn't know what she wants. She yeah. doesn't know what she wants, fickle yeah. old bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Should we talk about this? You're Should sending we... me mixed messages. Should we talk about this at all? Well, and we didn't mention this uh, the last time you were on because I don't think it had been made public, but the whole the car licence, should we talk about that at all? Sure. I've lost my licence for 12 months. Because it was in I, the news. It was in the news. I was reported in the news. I was hounded by the press yeah. mm. for comment. Uh, I went 170 kilometres an hour. For our American friends, that's over 100 mile an hour yep. uh, in a 100 kilometre zone. And uh, the cops came around to my house and took me down the police station and took a statement. And um, my very understanding wife again. <laughs> <laughs> I was going down to the police station and... Uh, she Got you out of the portal, into the police station. <laughs> out of the portal, into the police station. Going down to the police station and she said to me, because um, I didn't have to go in the police car, they, oh. No, they said, you've got to come. So right. I said, all right, I'll come now. And uh, Lou said she'd drive me. And I was sitting in the car and I was pretty sheepish. It's like, you know, cops come around to your house. It's not a nice feeling. Um, heading down the station. And I looked at her and she goes, this is the funniest thing you've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> And I said, geez, you're so understanding. And she said, well, it's just so much fun being married to you. (laughs) Well, maybe we should take that bit in this. Instead of the the mother reaction for this show that Tommy's got the idea for, maybe that's what you should do for the show. Instead of your mum's advice, take your wife's advice and just break the law some more. Do 200, fang your car down the highway again, get pulled up by the cops. That's your show. (laughs) What were you doing? 160? 170. 170 in a Jeep Cherokee. Yeah, 2004. How do you get it to go that fast? Well, that's what the barrister said to me. He goes, <laughs> 170, he goes, you must have uh, one of those new 6.4 litre V8s. And I said, no, no, I haven't. He goes, turbo? <laughs> I said, no, it's a 2004. And he goes, so you were trying to go 170? <laughs> I said, yeah. And he goes, okay, um, we can't say that in court. What, what, what's, what's your reason? And I said, I wanted to go... I want to go fast. 
Yeah, it's all right. We can't say that. Um, listen, uh, I say, what, what if I just say I... Um, was on a lot of drugs. <laughs> <laughs> just say, yeah, I was munted. I've been <laughs> drinking for two days and taken five pingers. <laughs> I Jokes. thought I was in the portal. Comedy. Where... <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was in the portal where the speed limits are all different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like in a portal. National waters. I was in the autobahn in the portal, <laughs> fanging it. <laughs> well, I had spent a lot of time in Italy over the last few years yeah. where you can fang it. And if you're not going 140 on the freeway, then it's dangerous because people are coming past you at all yeah. sorts of knots. Yeah. You took a, you and took seriously. A, you took on a, some advice from Italy? I didn't want to be retarded. <laughs> <laughs> but my barrister said, um, um, you know, the, the, the magistrate said, has Mr Mooney got a reason for, for going this speed? And uh, the barrister said, yes, he'd, uh, he'd just let the speed creep up on him. He'd lost concentration and the speed crept up and the barrister did the take off the glasses. <laughs> Took off the glasses. He said, I don't accept that. No, 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 no. Mr Mooney, this is 100 kilometres an hour with his finger in the air. And then he points his finger down at the bench. He goes, that's 170. Up here, 100. Over here, 170. That's not creeping up. Losing your licence for 12 months, $1,000 fine. You'll be going back onto P-plates. Oh, uh, oh but... <laughs> and uh, you'll be doing a safe driving course. Wow. I'm sorry for the added expense there, but uh, I think you need to learn your lessons. Are you going to have to go to one of those like centres where primary school kids go to learn about road rules? Where yeah, it's like one of those little roads. Village where you're on oh. a bike. No, how's <laughs> this for the? This is where I'm going for my safe driving course. So they've got a list of courses on the Vic Roads website. You know, go to one in your vicinity. I'm going to one in town, run by LifeWorks. Mm, sounds Christian. Yeah, <laughs> LifeWorks was formerly because I wanted to do some backgrounding on who's going to teach me how to drive properly. <laughs> <laughs> on my 800 buck course, Ooh. it's a fucking rot. It's an absolute disgrace. Five hours in a classroom. And if you come along drug or alcohol affected, you won't be allowed to do the course. If you refuse to participate or are rowdy or interject too much, we won't give you a certificate. Lots of rules. So LifeWorks was previously the Anglican Church's Marriage and Relationship Counselling Bureau. Oh, oh nice. they must know a lot about fucking driving down there. <laughs> oh, how did Jesus drive? How did, did he ever get his donkey up to 170 k's in Galilee? Go fuck yourselves. So it sounds like you're going to be really agreeable in there. I am going to be, <laughs> be no arguments. There we go. I mean, I'm as nice as pie. It's unsafe. Why shouldn't you see it? It's, un, it's unsafe. <laughs> oh, I tell you what, there's going to be five minutes come out of next Monday. Very good. Oh, is it next Monday? It's happening. Oh, Care. Oh, just wow. come, come and stand outside the classroom yeah. and just jeer. Let's do an exit interview. Oh, awesome. <laughs> Speaking yeah. of those child, you know, the, you know the thing I'm talking about, the little where kids learn about yes. road rules yeah. on the bikes. Yes. There was this guy at my school, and his older brother had this like rep for being a real bad egg. He'd left by the time I was there, but there was a story about him where he had like snuck into that place and had like gone into the switchboard and started fucking around with the um, with the lights and just like made all these kids have all these pile-ups at, the, <laughs> at the intersections of it, which I really want to believe is true. Like yeah. that's like, but it sounds like a cartoon that you're ripping off there. So Yeah, it's Macaulay Culkin, the good son <laughs> level, of, <laughs> level of evil kid, isn't it? Now, yeah. before you were – I felt that like there was about to be some intervention and you said, yeah, we've been feeling – there was I, – I thought you cut yourself off there. I, know I had to be self-obsessed, but you, there was this, yeah, Lawrence, we all feel – no, yeah. no, 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 no. No, that was just going into the story about the pill. 
Right, on the plane. Okay. That's uh, all it was. That's all it was. Right. Um, no, so I don't need relax. to. I don't yeah. need to change my behaviours. No, no, no. no. If, no, if no, anything, more, and then come back on next week, and we'll talk about what happened this week. <laughs> you can unclench now. It's all good. Well, I'm doing a gig tonight for yes. you, Carl. Yes. You and are... I haven't done one for a while because I've cancelled. I'm really sorry, man. I cancelled yes, yes. on you. It's going to be great. It's yes. at my Thursday night room. That's now at the European Beer Cafe. So we're actually there a couple of hours before the gig. Uh, so thanks for coming in a bit early. I'm going to have a beer shortly. Yeah. Do you have a beer before the gig. Yeah. Do you guys have a beer, or are you going to go and eat something? No. We'll have a beer. It's, it's Hi, fine. Let's go down. We're going to uh, we're going <laughs> to wrap this up pretty soon. Do we want to do a quick little bit of Xavier's corner before we get out of here? Uh, well, we've got two things to do. Can that we do is two a things? No. Yep. Uh, sure. Uh, what is Xavier's corner? Is it like a podcast or is it part of this podcast? Podcast within a podcast. Yeah. It's the podcast oh. that exists within this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Right. But somehow still continues and has its own history <laughs> outside of it as well for some reason. Well, what happens in Xavier's corner? Agony aunt kind of questions. Dif- it's different every week, isn't yeah. it? It's different. Changes every up. Week. I change the format bag. up and I change up what happens. Who knows what's going to happen? Well, let's explain what happens this week. First of all, let's play the jingle. Politics. Foo. Topics. You're standing in Xavier's corner. So what's happening on Xavier's Corner this week, Xavier? Uh, this week, a little special game on Xavier's Corner. Uh, oh, guess it's a panel the, show, is it? little panel show. You guys are all involved. Oh, great. great. Um, we're going to guess the joke. Is what, what what's is. this panel show called on Xavier's it's Corner? It's called Guess the Joke. <laughs> um, <laughs> just said what it was. Carl, can you just quieten down? I'm the host of this podcast. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah, we'll just just guess the joke. If we know it, we can tell the end of it, or do we have to guess the punchline? But get, either guess the punchline, or if you make up one that's funnier... Then right. points to you. Good. Right. Okay. Uh, this is from the adult-only joke book. Yes. All right. Can we go so around and say who we're all playing for at home? <laughs> all right. So, Dessler, who are you playing for? ISIS. Great. I am playing for Lifeline. <laughs> Great. And I am playing for the Life Centre. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> all and do their good safe work. driving course. <laughs> you, do you reckon ISIS would do a safe driving course? <laughs> Maybe. Who's worse, ISIS or them? Mr. Barack Obama, I say to you, <laughs> you do not drive safely. The blood of women and children is on your hands. You wake up smashed up in a car wreck, Mr. Barack Obama. Uh, this is your fault. Uh, Lou Mooney is calling me. She's yeah. saying, I'm picking that up That was Lawrence. a Thai lady boy. <laughs> Lou Mooney's calling. She's saying he's done it again. That was a radicalised <laughs> Thai lady boy. <laughs> Um, Do you say lady boy, she male, or chicks with dicks? <laughs> I've always said lady boy. Mm. Yeah. Depends how formal the occasion is. Right. Yeah. When yeah. I'm with my mates, chicks with dicks, but if it's with mum and dad, lady boy. Yeah. If I'm at a wedding, I'll <laughs> yeah. say lady boy. Yeah. Do you Employee take company. this chick with dick? Yeah. You wouldn't say that. Chick and dicker. Yeah. Um, so it's more of a barbecue. Yeah. Hey. Check or an after chick dinner over there. This is, I love Xavier's Corner. <laughs> it's so much fun. So this is the adults only joke book, right? So this right. is this is going to get pretty. This is going to get pretty blue. full on. Pretty yeah. blue. Here in the back, blue. Adults who can laugh themselves don't take life too seriously. Hate being politically correct. Mm. Guaranteed. So this is an adults only joke book. So we do need to stress so, if you're under eighteen on, and you're on. listening <laughs> and you need to turn it's off. It's for right those now. who hate being politically correct, i.e., those who hate not being racist. Yeah. And this gets pretty full on. So yeah. you guys don't hold back. If you think you can guess the punchline okay. or say oh, something funnier, Jesus. go for it. Um, use your name to buzz in. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. All right. I, uh, oh, no, actually, no, fuck that. We'll go around. Okay. Right, everyone right. everyone we'll, gets to go. We'll I do it. We should just be more free form. I reckon we should just, you know. First in best dressed. Yep. All right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Save his corner is a lot looser than usual. Everyone's getting a go to say how it works. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> young Johnny was sitting on a park bench. Young Johnny, everyone knows him. Sitting on a park bench eating chocolate bars. A man sitting opposite watched him finish six of them. 
All right. The man said, eating that many chocolate bars is bad for you. Johnny replied, my granddad lived to 105. Did he eat lots of chocolate bars at once, asked the man? No, said Johnny. Did he eat a whole lot of chocolate bars at once? No, said Johnny. But he did eat my grandma once a night. (laughs) Very good. Very good, Lawrence. Points for you. Uh, Let's do one more. Don't worry too much. Are we not going to get the answer? Oh, oh, no, the answer is, uh, no, said Johnny. He minded his own bloody business. Oh, good. Oh. Now, that, that is, is a, raunchy. That is a bit racy for yeah. this podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is pretty full-on stuff. All right. Oh, so he's saying, I'm going to kill you. Yeah. You're not going to... Little Johnny murders the man with his bare right. hands. Right. All right. Uh, what's the difference between a bull and an orchestra? Oh. between a bull and an orchestra? I've never fucked an orchestra. Yay! <laughs> good. Bull- Points there. Bull's only got two horns and orchestra's got one. Oh, oh. If that's uh, not the answer, that's a good answer. Yeah. I've never fucked a bull. <laughs> Very oh, good. I know. Um, a bull has only got one ball bag. Everyone in an orchestra is a ball bag. <laughs> <laughs> and that goes to you, all the people who are good at music at school. <laughs> you and you and you. <laughs> that's another point for you, Lawrence. Real oh. good work there. Oh, um, so what's the answer? the answer is the bull has horns in the front and the arsehole in the back. (laughs) So the ball bag. Yeah, Yeah, there it goes. All right. Uh, Very rude. Let's do another one of these ones. Little short I'm glad I'm 18 or over. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Mate, these get get more and more full on. Okay. reading about a bull's arsehole is really giving me the horn. (laughs) How can you tell when a (laughs) drunk... Brutal. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck, that was fun. That was fun. <laughs> God, I love Safe the spontaneity. Come on. This is Go like on. a roller coaster of a podcast today. This yeah. is like a my Ballarat gig. <laughs> How can you tell when a drummer is sitting up straight? How uh, can you tell when a drummer is sitting up straight? Hmm. Because uh, uh, you can see his Ringo. Oh! <laughs> very good, very good. Because uh, he's stuck one of the sticks, his drumsticks up his ass. <laughs> yeah, baldy. Yeah. All right, sure, I'll give him that. Um, he just, you, you just give him a point because he ended on an inclination. Like, yay. Yeah, you're that's, like, all that's, right. That's Carl, something. that's joke writing. Right? Okay, yeah, that's <laughs> right. Sorry. <laughs> you, you should know that. If, uh, <laughs> if I'd eaten a pie, I'd get it. And yeah. uh, always just shout the punchline. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lawrence, you have one? Uh, yeah, uh, it's just a symbol of his oh. posture. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Puns, very good. Uh, the actual answer is he dribbles out both side of his uh, both sides of his mouth. <laughs> oh. oh, what? I know oh. that makes no sense. But I can't it's... believe they put this in print. This sort of filth. <laughs> Adults <laughs> only. Disgusting. Oh, what is that about? The youth of today. Dear penthouse. Okay, Gosh. all right. God is tired, worn out. He speaks to Saint Peter. I need a vacation, he says. Got any suggestions where I should go? St. Peter begins to think, nods his head and says, how about Jupiter? It's nice and warm this time of year. God shakes his head and says, no, too much gravity. Think I know where this is going. You know how much it hurts my back. (laughs) St. Peter reflects, well, well, how about Mercury? No way, God replies. It's too hot for me out there. I think I I see the bunchline coming down Burke Street, galloping (laughs) towards us. St. Peter says, his face is wrong. My science teacher knows this punchline. (laughs) I usually ask him the diameter. How about going down to Earth for your vacation? Are you winding me up, God replies. Answer. How about I go on holidays of balls deep in Uranus? (laughs) That's the point there. Dasselow, have you got one? That's what you were thinking the same one. How about you suck on my Venus? (laughs) (laughs) Lawrence, you got one? Why don't you go to Mars so you can work, rest and play? (laughs) (laughs) 
Very good, Lance, a point there. Um, it's actually not, it wasn't Uranus. Oh, what? It was, <laughs> I know. It was so Uranus. It was, uh, uh, it goes, how about you go to Earth? And God, are you winding up? God replies, 2,000 years ago, I went there, had an affair with some nice Jewish girl, and they're still going on about it. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Adults Christ. only, people. Stench fest. <laughs> Adults only. Is it? Uh, is it not is talking there... about Mary either. Oh, God. <laughs> this is the worst joke book of all time. Some we should be writing a joke book. Xavier's yeah. Corner. <laughs> Ironically, um, we're in a circular booth. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a corner for an Irish person. That's from the mm. book as well. Okay. Um, <laughs> should we do one more? One more. Yeah. One more. All right. Okay. This is a longer one. All right. Two Scottish golfers are just about to putt. Putt out on the 16th green. And one says to the other. One says, which is adjacent to a road. One says to the other. One no, no, no. Ah, my name's Jason Road. <laughs> when suddenly a funeral procession passes by. As the hearse draws near. I know it. One of the golfers, Mr. McTavish, interrupts his putting. Excuse me, hat. I'm going to have to take off my hat. And the other one says, oh, that's a great sign of respect. And he says, yes, well, I was married to her for 30 years. Oh, oh bang. Oh. Lawrence has got it. You know oh. the adults only oh. stuff. Uh, I was going to... What is adults only about that? Oh, you know. A kid wouldn't understand how funny it is when your wife dies. Yeah. <laughs> they just don't have the life right. experience to get what's so good about it. Only adults don't go to funerals. <laughs> yeah, when you're a kid, you have to go. <laughs> you have to go. Adults My favourite golf joke, and I think there's always... It, it's good to have a couple up your sleeve. Oh, it's turning into the great Aussie joke. Murray, fantastic. My favourite golf joke. <laughs> I was at a, a golf course the other day. <laughs> and uh, no, seriously, thrill seekers. And I was in the pro shop asking the pro- club professional a few questions. And this woman came in looking very distressed. And the club professional said, are you okay, madam? And she said, I've just been stung by a wasp between the first and second holes. <laughs> and the club professional said, I think your stance is probably a bit wide. <laughs> Brutal. <laughs> Once Shame again, on everyone. Xavier's oh. Corner comes to a very funny end as it usually does. Uh, um, uh, all right, that's enough of Xavier's Corner. Thanks very much for another wonderful Xavier's Corner. Yeah. Do you, don't you, know, you want to know who wins? Oh, who won? Oh, who won? It was Lawrence. Okay. Okay. All right. Good. Thanks, and everyone. Who, is, is that part of his driving test? Because he, can he no, drive now? It's a test to see whether you're a shit hack comedian. <laughs> <laughs> what was uh, Xavier's Corner sponsored by this week? Allied Pickfords, the careful movers. <laughs> uh, no, Fredo. Who Berth- are you dressed by this week? <laughs> Fredo birthday cakes. Oh, okay. Oh, Eat a whole one to yourself and cry. Yeah. <laughs> um, and when in Sydney, Xavier always stays at the Siebel Townhouse. Oh, where do you, and who are you dressed by this week? This week, I'm dressed by... Fredo Birthday Cakes. Fredo Birthday Cakes. <laughs> Rub it on your dick and cry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is, there's a section here called Bumper Stickers. Oh, great. Oh, yeah. As all great joke books I have. love cats. <laughs> they taste like chicken. Oh, oh that's only. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry for the children that just walked in the room just then. You shouldn't be hearing rot like that. I what about dyslexic? dyslexics have more often... Uh-oh, oh. they don't know how to spell because they're Burn El Sono Ritano. Burn the book. El um. Sono, El Sono Ritardo. 
Can we do a quick, quick, quick? So, uh, as a quick explanation at the end of this, we, uh, if you haven't heard the last couple of episodes, we are now on Patreon.com, which means uh, for all you people out there that, that love the show and would like to support the show in some way and that haven't bought a t shirt or haven't been to a live show and can't or even just want to chip in every week, every month, uh, if you go to patreon.com slash little dum dum club, you can sponsor us, uh, whether it's $1, $2, $5, $10, $20, $30, $1,000, whatever it is. I think people know how numbers work. <laughs> no, no, no. No, but they Ten, are. $10,000? Each, each one of those levels has a, has a prize, has a, a reward. So, like, for $2, you get a shout-out. Uh, for $5, you get the shout-out plus our, our new PDF newsletter that we're yep. emailing out this week. We're working on it at the moment. So yep. we're like regular bloody mad magazine at this exactly. point. Exactly. Yeah, that's that's my good. goal. It's good. For $10 a month, you get an extra podcast that no one else gets. Uh, for $30, you get all of that as well, plus uh, a new T-shirt that we're exclusive to those guys. So you go to the website. You'll find out all that stuff in detail. $50, you get pictures of Chandler's parents having sex with a ladyboy. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I think we want a little bit more for that. For $55, you don't we get do a, um, <laughs> Xavier comes around. I... Xavier and I come around and do a uh, sex with ladyboy yeah. workshop. Yeah. <laughs> we show you the ins and outs. Yeah, the, and the, there all are the lots. possible commutations and permutations, oh. as well as talk you through what it might, uh, some of the things that you'll have to deal with at barbecues when you tell your uncle that you've done that. <laughs> yeah. For 10 grand, for 10 grand, Lawrence Mooney will teach you how to drive. Yep. Yeah, I will yep. teach you how to drive, uh, how the Lord would drive. <laughs> yep. <laughs> In we the Pope Mobile. In the Pope Mobile. You mm. should say the website patreon.com slash little dum dum club yep. if people want to chip yep. in. I want a so t shirt. Huh? I want a t shirt. I'll get we'll get you a t shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Easy. Um uh, so have you got one with extra gun room? <laughs> oh yeah. You are looking just, good. Just yeah. listeners yeah. at home, Lawrence has been topless this whole time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's why I was asking for a t shirt. He's just got his dirty pants on and nothing. He is dressed else. by Dude. no one today. <laughs> and he's got big scars down the side of his chest. Are they implants? <laughs> <laughs> My mum wants no, to talk to you. I got a Taxi in uh, Thailand and their brick marks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's talk let's very quickly. Let's turn this into a telethon. Let's mm-hmm. uh, give thanks to some of the people. Who got? should we do this week? We can't do everyone uh, in one week because it would just be a heap of people being read out. But you know, maybe if we read the name out and maybe Lawrence or Xavier can say a quick, quick thank you to them. Yeah. Each. Well, sure. Let's pick four and let's each do one thing. Let's do something about them. You know, we'll pick four people. Uh, okay, yeah, sure. One each. All right, all right let's do a couple of these. Let's. Okay, so let's, some of these guys are on the five dollars. Let's do these guys. Okay, let's do Scott Harris. Scott Harris uh, is contributing five dollars a month. Thanks, Scott Harris. You're you're a great guy. I don't Whoa, know. that's classic Xavier's corner. <laughs> that yeah, is a guy who Scott, did Scott Harris. Uh, Scott you... Harris is sponsoring us, and and now Xavier's corner is sponsoring him. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Uh, he's uh, his surname uh, was a type of tweed made in oh. Australia. Harris Tweed. So that's what we're doing. We're going to come up with things that yeah, relate things. to the names. Yeah, relate to the names. Okay, sure. n- name relatable, it's called. All right. All right. Um, Catherine S. Thanks, Catherine S., for sponsoring us for $5 a month. Catherine S., what does S stand for? Sexy? Oh, Ooh, very nice. Well, she'll be Catherine. back next mm. month. Uh, <laughs> Michelle Lucas, thank you for sponsoring us. Luco. Lucasade. <laughs> <laughs> That is a thing. That's definitely a thing. Thank you to <laughs> Amelia. <laughs> thank you to Amelia Cormack. Amelia Cormack. And like Amelia Earhart, mm. one of the great aviatrixes. Except, yes. thankfully, Amelia is still with us and hasn't plummeted into the ocean and is now deep, deep below the sea. Hopefully. Cold Cormack, mac and cheese, great dish. Yes. yes. What else have we got? I'd wow. love to mac your core. <laughs> yeah. What, a, what two lovely things Kiss together in one. Kiss your stomach. Return of the mac. Return of the mac. Ben Kiss your stomach. 
She might be 12. <laughs> really? It might be. You don't have to be 18 to get online. Yeah, exactly. Shit. You don't anything about that. Yeah. You should. Fuck. I'm well, the look. police listen to this podcast, so you may be in a lot of trouble. Mm. Uh, ben Amodio. Thank you, Ben Amodio, for sponsoring us. On you almost sound pod- like ammonium. Mm. Yeah, that's... That, that's Look at the wordplay that's coming up. Who doesn't want to sponsor the podcast when you're going to get results like this, guys? Uh, three more. Let's do three more. Katrina Shortle, I know you. Uh, so Katrina, <laughs> <laughs> Katrina Shortle? Yeah. She was in the portal at Rhymes. <laughs> ben, ben Ullman, uh, thank you for sponsoring us for $5. You'll get your, your newsletter very soon. Any ben relation to Ull- Chris Ullman? Wait. Ben, oh man, I'm glad you're sponsoring oh, this podcast. Oh, boy. Is anyone going to want to do this now after the savage roasting that we're giving out <laughs> with these names? We're giving one them more, props. One more. Lex Noling. Lex, thank you for being the one person called Lex uh, that is A, sponsoring us and B, not trying to kill Superman over and over. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, yeah. Lexi. Thanks for doing Thanks, some good Lex. for the Lex name. Yeah, you, you brought Lex back to, a good, to the good side of the force. Well done, Lex. Um, and that's that's all the thank yous we're giving to people for donating this week. We'll thank f- you. We'll filter them through. We'll keep we will. doing them. Yeah, we'll keep doing those. We haven't read your name out this week. It will be uh, one of the other weeks. So, um, so that's it, guys. This is like a cartoon connection when they do all the birthdays of the day. Yeah, it's oh, pretty yeah. exciting stuff. Yeah, Sophie uh, Lee. Well, what have we learned? <laughs> what have we learned this week, guys? Because that does bring us to the end of the podcast. I've learned that um, Carl plans ahead when it comes to buying. Baked goods. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If uh, if Frank isn't going to have a pie at lunchtime, then yeah. that's not going to stop Carl Chandler. Yeah. But he does not plan ahead it's when he's getting drugs for a plane flight. <laughs> <laughs> it's planning ahead. It's it's not letting no pies at lunchtime beat me. It's common sense. You just eat as much as you can of horrible food at nine o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Easy. Bang. Think like me. Great. Wow. I would have liked to have been on that flight and just watched you. Looking around, looking at the pill, looking oh. around, breaking into a sweat. That's like, <laughs> why have I taken this onto an international flight <laughs> from a man renowned yeah. <laughs> for not necessarily getting all of his goods from <laughs> reputable, reputable yeah. sources? Apothecaries. Oh, I Maybe. fell asleep on the plane and now it's back in Australia. Yeah, it's gone through the portal. That's, that's how it works. <laughs> the pilot's wow. like, he was playing twice already. <laughs> We better get him off. <laughs> All right, uh, Xavier Michaelides, Lawrence Mooney, thank you very much for joining us. Thank it's you. a pleasure. Thank so, you, guys. You guys are both about to set off on the old festival circuit for yep. 2016. What do you got? Adelaide, Melbourne, Sydney, Perth, I think it goes. Ooh. Or and Perth, the, Sydney. The name of your show is? Moon Man. Oh, just Moon Man. Lawrence Mooney in Moon Man. Lawrence Mooney. Moon, Moon Man. Man. Right. And it's an exploration of my comic psyche. Right. Oh, great. What bubbles to the surface, but it's also an exploration of the the duality of the man. As Bart Freeman put it very succinctly to me, he goes, you are probably one of the most considerate people that I know, but also one of the loosest units yeah. I've ever clapped eyes on. <laughs> Can I pitch a, a joke idea for you? Yes, you please. You do a parody song. Uh, it, I like about, it About you having Male to male intercourse Where you go If you believe They put a man in the moon Man, man in the, the moon, moon. <laughs> If you believe that. There's nothing up their sleeves <laughs> Where is my phone <laughs> Meet me on the dark side of the moon <laughs> I'm on the tram. 
I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I'm being riffing. followed by a moon shadow. <laughs> moon keeps pointing yeah. at his little butthole as he's doing this, by the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Making no reference to his bum, but just pointing at his bum when he's saying it. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Big closer for the show. Yeah. Great. Uh, Zave, what do you got? Uh, I'm going to be in Perth, uh, February 5th, doing a show. Zave Mike Liddy's at the venue allocated. It's also a real deep show like Lawrence's. At I the venue allocated? No, that's the name, the name of the show. show. At oh, the venue allocated. Right, it's okay. actually at the Moon Cafe, but the show's... I know it. Oh, yeah. Oh. yeah, everyone knows the Moon. Meet me on the dark side of the moon. Yeah. I'd like to dine out at the Moon Cafe, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you want fries with that? <laughs> or just heaps some mayo. <laughs> yeah. Mayo is the cum. And then I'm doing a show in Melbourne, uh, Melbourne National Comedy Festival with Ben Russell called The No Show. Oh, the aforementioned wait. little yeah. Moscow Circus freak who we were talking about. Yes. Little freaky boy. Plus, if you... A graduate of Second City, Chicago. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's done the shit. He's done the real business. Plus, if you... He's, are he's one of the people, If you're one of the people Amazing. that are on Patreon and you subscribe to us and patronise us for $5 or more, you get our monthly newsletter called Hey Mates. Uh, and Xavier Corner... Xavier... There will be a print version of Xavier Corner in yes, there this yes. month. Yes, so. yes. I'm going to say this. We're about to send out the first one. Yeah. Maybe this will uh, incentivise people to get on board... For the, in the next month, for the second one that we do, I'm going to draw a little Dum Dum Club fold in Al Jaffe style oh, for the back cover of it. Yes, oh. let's do that. Well, I'll do, Al I'll Jaffe do it from Mag Magazine. Yeah, yeah. I'll do it. Oh, wow. A Dum Dum look at something or other, <laughs> oh, yes. like let's Sergio Aragonés. Yes. Let's do a theme. Issue this two. Shit one. No, let's make all of them like this. Issue, what are we doing? No, issue two is a mad themed. Okay, great. Magazine. Great. Right. Get the old usual gang of idiots to chip oh. in. Fantastic. I can't wait. The dum dum side of. Yeah. Oh, man. I can't wait to parody the movie Cocoon. <laughs> I'll, take, I'll, I'll take my dad's advice. I'll try and uh, meet Sergio Aragones yep. and get him to do yes. some drawings for us for oh. the margins. I'm so excited. I'm going to start pitching in to pay money for us just to get this issue, too. Oh, I'm excited. Right, guys, uh, we've got all our live stuff around the country on sale. It's all at littledumdumclub.com. Get onto patreon.com slash littledumdumclub. Should we go through all the shows? Uh, we've done that at the top of the episode, okay. I guess. At this sure. point, people are Can I just plug this? I'm in Canberra from the 3rd to the 10th. Of what? February. February yes. Doing uh, a show called Bunch of Ideas, and it's just basically a workshop. Stuff? Just a crazy yep. hour workshop. Is it cheap? Come along. It is cheap. Yep, great. It's El Cheapo. We've got heaps of listeners in Canberra. Yeah. We haven't done a live show there, and we regret that, but we haven't quite made it work. So heaps of people from Canberra listen. So, hey, Mooney's... One of everyone's favourites, especially people that listen to the podcast. You're doing so go these down there. Trials, you gotta promise me you're gonna try out my parody song. You I'm gonna try it. At least give it <laughs> a yeah. run. I, I will. Yeah. And what's more, I'll make it very visual. <laughs> <laughs> no, before you do it, can I have a volunteer from the. Can I have a volunteer <laughs> to plough me while I sing this sweet song by REM? <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, that R is what's, it. What would REM stand for in that, in that random enema? By a man. <laughs> no. Rear entry man. <laughs> <laughs> Rectal, everyday, Mooney. You make you oh. too complex. Yeah. yeah. All right, guys, that is it for the Little Dum Dum Club for another week. Thank you very much for listening, and we'll see you next time. See, see you, mate. Oh, we all did it. Brutal. Brutal. Andre Brutal. <laughs>